Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast, What Really Works, brought to you by Discovery College. Discovery College is an initiative ran by the Kelowna branch of the Canadian Mental Health Association that offers free courses to anyone and everyone to support our well-being and learn skills that are both professionally informed and informed by lived experience. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Dun, 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 dun. It's Discovery College, the podcast. <laughs> Not knowing how to do intros for podcasts whatsoever. Yeah, how's it going, Becky? Yeah, I'm doing good. Well, I'm doing okay You're doing in okay. the circumstances. How are you doing, Olivia? I'm doing okay, too. I think I have a habit of always saying I'm doing good or I'm doing well. But yeah, I think I'm doing okay-ish. I think the current events are definitely causing everyone to maybe be doing okay-ish mm-hmm. a lot more than we usually are. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're going to be chatting about today on our first ever podcast. It, fly, fly. Which is scary. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> anxiety-provoking and stressful, which surprisingly is going to be what we're talking about today. What are the tools and tips and techniques that we can use if we're feeling anxious and stressed? But no, for real, that's what we're going to be talking a little bit about today. Um, This is Discovery College. Becky and I both work for the Canadian Mental Health Association in Kelowna, which is associated with Discovery College. Discovery College is essentially community courses that are free for anyone and everyone. And this is a specially kind of adapted youth course because Becky and I are both in our 20s, <laughs> really <laughs> struggling with what's going on right now. So we figured that, you know, we would try to get on here and talk a little bit about mental health. Both of us do education for yeah. CMHA. I do peer support, which is um, support services for individuals that identify as having mental health challenges, supporting other individuals that identify as having a mental health challenge. I myself have anxiety and depression and a couple other things thrown in there. So I speak a lot from experience. Yeah, and I'm Becky. So I work for Discovery College, kind of getting involved with all different projects with that. And I'm involved with this podcast because my background is mental health education, but also I am a young adult where... I think I've plodded along kind of nicely with my mental health in the past and then coronavirus really put a spanner in the works. Destroyed everyone. Yeah, it's kind of been my first proper experience, if you call it a proper experience, of anxiety and stress and kind of working out what I can do to manage that and support myself a bit better. Yeah, totally. And I think a lot of people are in the same boat. You know, you have individuals that have maybe dealt with stress and anxiety before but then you also have some people out there where this is totally new Mm -hmm. and we really need to know how to handle it so that's what we're going to talk about today what is anxiety and stress how do we recognize it when we feel it in our minds and in our bodies why are we stressed which can seem obvious but you know there's some other reasons why we might be feeling anxiety anxiety and stress and what we can do about it just a few tips and tricks on how to combat that anxiety and stress in the moments and also in the long term. So maybe that's where we can start. What do we do when we start to feel that pressure? 
And really, how do we know the difference between anxiety and stress? Like, what is anxiety and what is stress? And how do we really deal with that pressure? Yeah, so they kind of are two different things, actually, which feels a bit surprising because we use like both of those words in the same way, right? Like I always say I'm anxious or I'm stressed, meaning the same feeling, Mm -hmm. but actually they come from like a different place in our minds really. So uh, anxiety is around about things that we can't predict. It's uh, it's almost like our fear response um, around something that we can't control or we don't know what the outcome is. It's like those kind of questions of like, what if this happens um and how can i be prepared for that if i don't know what's going to happen that's kind of where the anxiety comes from um and then when it comes to our stress actually that's related to the amount of pressure we're feeling right now so that might be like uh like the events going on around us mm-hmm. or it could also be pressure from ourselves sometimes we can be our own biggest stressor <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's almost like thinking about the weight on your shoulders as stress and the more things we have in our lives and the more pressures we have in our lives, the heavier that is on our shoulders, right? So when we're feeling stress is when it gets a little bit too heavy. Yeah, that makes total sense. And you can understand how we might be feeling more anxious. So that unknown right now, because we don't know what's going to happen in the future with this. We don't know how long it will last. We don't really know how it will affect our lives in the long run or what all of these new changes are going to be. And that can be really anxiety producing, especially if you're someone that like me that always wants to know exactly what's going on and has like a strict routine and you know, like likes to kind of have a plan and think about things in advance. And then, yeah, super stress inducing because all of a sudden you kind of know what your day-to-day is going to look like. And now there's new changes. So maybe you're stressed about grocery shopping, which never used to be a stressful thing, or you're stressed about going out of the house in general, which never used to be a stressful thing. Or I know that I'm a huge hiker And that used to be one of the things that really calmed me down. But now sometimes it can be stressful because I'm like, well, where can I hike? How, like, what area is it okay for me to hike in? When can I go to provincial parks again? Just all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think at the moment we have so many stresses because we already have like our pressures of everyday lives right you know Mm -hmm. the pressure of like going to school and learning and getting your work done related to that but then add on the extra pressure of trying to do that from home like that's on another level a hundred percent so what do we do when we are feeling stressed and when we are feeling anxious or better yet how do we know when we're starting to feel stressed and anxious because I know for me before I realized that I had anxiety before I realized that I had depression I thought literally that just like everyone felt the same way that I did. I would be so nervous before going to school or taking a test or just going to do something that I was excited for or happy about even. I would be just so incredibly shaken up by it. So how do we really know when we're experiencing those things, especially if we've never experienced them before? Yeah, so I guess we can kind of split, split it into two different things. So the way that our bodies show that we're feeling anxious and feeling stressed and almost like the way that our minds and our thoughts show that we're feeling Mm. anxious and stressed so the body stuff can be maybe a little bit easier to spot 
um, and easier to recognize. So things like heart palpitations, shaking, a shortness of breath. A big thing for me is my uh, skin conditions really flare up. Eczema. Yeah, that (laughs) uh, really is a big telltale for me. Yeah, so and as well, you know, the more anxiety and stress that we feel, the the more we'll probably see those physical things coming into play. So we might notice our heart beating a lot more and things like that. And then on the flip side of that, we have kind of those thoughts and feelings going on at the same time. So that pit of dread in our stomach of going Mm. like, what if? Constantly thinking about all these different worries and thoughts and pressures which means it's really hard to concentrate, right? Yeah. And um, sleep. Sleeping's a big one. Yeah. Like a real lack of sleep and trying to get to sleep, you know, lying in bed and then having that sudden thought about something that happened during the day and then just constantly thinking about that one tiny little event in the grand scheme of things is a huge telltale. I think a huge thing as well is avoiding that social connection. So when we get a text message or a phone call from a close family member or a friend and the idea of responding to that text message feels huge it feels like a massive pressure or like it just feels like too much for you for that day that can be a really huge sign that maybe our anxiety and maybe our stress is a little bit overwhelming right now yeah one of the weird things with that is I'm so looking forward to talking to my family or talking to my friends and then as soon as I get on the phone with them And we start talking about, how are you doing? What's going on? What's COVID like over there? Are you using your mask when you're going to the grocery store? Just like all of those things, I shut down and I just Mm -hmm. don't want to talk. And it feels like such a chore to talk to anybody about that or just, you know, try to move on from talking about the current situation and talk about different things. Like, I want to know how you feel. I want to know what's going on with you and how's school but I guess you can't even talk about school because schools are closed and that's stressful too it's just it can be so hard sometimes to talk to anybody because you end up talking about the current situation which can be you know it's just like annoying yeah it's really tough especially since this is the biggest thing that's happening in most of our lives right now So when you catch up with people, you talk about what the biggest thing is that's happening in your life, right? Mm -hmm. And normally that could be fun, exciting things that we're really interested in and really passionate about or excited to share that information. But now, like you say, when we're talking to friends and families, sometimes it is overwhelming. Sometimes it's just like, I actually kind of wanted to call you to get away from this situation. And we can say that, right? We can say what we need. So saying, hey, I really care that and I'm really thankful that you want to ask how I'm doing I'm doing okay right now but I would really appreciate if we maybe didn't talk about the current events right now because I'm doing okay right now but maybe if we keep on talking about it I won't be feeling too great afterwards yeah that's a great point I think that being able to say what you need can be a really hard thing especially when we don't quite know what we need but when we have identified it exactly what you're saying kind of what we call a win statement. So it's when this happens. So when we talk about the coronavirus, I start to feel really anxious. I need to 
have maybe a conversation or maybe we can talk about something that's not related to it for 10 minutes, you know, just saying exactly what you need, which can be really tough in the moment, but it actually makes a huge difference. And I think it feels tough right now to almost move the conversation on from coronavirus, but we can also come a little bit prepared, even like Googling some like fun questions to discuss and things like that, or like organizing quizzes with friends and family where the whole topic is completely separate to the current event. That's a great idea. You know what has a really amazing list of questions that helps you to just kind of get to know somebody? It's the 35 questions to fall in love, which is so (laughs) funny. I mean, like, don't go trying to fall in love with all of your best friends and your family members because that would be super weird. But you can still look up the test or the list of questions and they're really cool. They're just those questions that you can ask someone where they start off kind of super, super surface level to get a conversation going. And then as you get deeper, it's more fun questions that get to the core of who someone is, which can be a really great distraction right now, especially of just like learning people better, you know? That's a great suggestion. I love that. I'm going to have to look those up. I know I forced my partner to do them with me um, when we first met. So I guess it worked out pretty well. So maybe don't go doing it with all of your best friends because you don't want to fall in love with all of them. Um, But yeah, you never know. But I guess kind of while we're on the topic of things that we can do that are helpful for us, so asking for what we need, what else is there that we can do to help manage our anxiety and stress and make it feel a little less overwhelming? One of the things that I started doing, and it was just, I think it was suggested by someone actually, is, you know, once I realize that I feel anxious and I feel stressed, it can be really hard for me to not just like super dig into that feeling. You know, I'm like, okay, I feel anxious. I feel stressed. I feel depressed. All I want to do is sit on the couch and watch Netflix for six hours every day, which is fine occasionally, right? Like if you Mm -hmm. are feeling sad and if you are feeling stressed and you need that day to just be to yourself and relax, totally chill. But then there's sometimes when you're like, okay, I'm just moping. Like I need, I need to do something. And what someone suggested for me to do is write down a list of activities or not a list on separate pieces of paper. So for example, you could have like pieces of paper and one of them says, go for a walk or paint a picture or phone someone that you like to talk to and you write all of the activities that you know make you feel better or that might take your mind off of what's happening and put all of those in a box, put them in a jar, whatever. And then when you're feeling stressed, when you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling sad and you need a distraction, take one of those things out and then make yourself do that thing. And then just keep picking things out of that jar, keep picking activities until you begin to feel a little bit better to where you can start to kind of process what you're feeling. I love that as well because I know when I start to feel anxious or my stress levels are a little bit higher, I cannot concentrate on anything yeah. and thinking about what to do <laughs> would feel like a huge task. So having something pre-made where I can just dip into it and be like, okay, this is the activity I'm going to do. That's great because it removes that thought process. Yeah. Another time that it's really great is, I don't know if any of who's listening has experienced this at all, but I'm actually still in university and I 
have found it so difficult to concentrate on my assignments, especially my final papers. And, you know, when I'm feeling super, super stuck and my brain is just dead and I can't move on from thinking about the current events or I'm just feeling so stressed, what I'll do is I'll just look at that jar and I'll pick an activity out and I'll force myself to do it. And then typically after I've done that activity, I have a little bit more room to continue on with whatever responsibility I have to do for school. Because sometimes like no matter how much you push and push and push yourself to finish this thing that you have to do, it's not going to work. What you really need is a break. And what you really need is to do a little bit of (laughs) hashtag self-care before (laughs) continuing the continuing whatever you need to be doing. Right. Yeah. And I think a big thing as well for us to just mention as well is if you are feeling stressed and you are feeling anxious that's totally okay I feel like it's 100% normal especially right now and that's why we're kind of chatting about it today is you know saying it is a normal thing and it's something okay to talk about and learn about and figure out ourselves which I guess when we're thinking about anxiety and stress it's all individual right Mm -hmm. a lot of us are feeling it but we're all feeling it very different and for different reasons So when we discuss these different tools or techniques, and we're going to cover a couple more, and in more sessions, we'll go into things in more depth. You know, it's about picking out what stands out for you. Yeah, and being kind to yourself too. I think that that's really important right now. Becky always says to me when I'm being really hard on myself at work or whenever she's like, treat yourself the way that you would treat your best friend. So don't, you know, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling really bummed out on a certain day or for a little bit you know don't be super hard on yourself don't talk to yourself really meanly accept that and be kind to yourself and try to work through it and give yourself some positive reinforcement yeah and I think being kind to ourselves is so important right now because there's a lot of things that we are feeling sad about as well and it's a word that's kind of been thrown around a lot is a lot of us are kind of grieving because we've had a lot of things maybe put off, postponed, mm-hmm. cancelled. And it's okay to feel that way, you know, that's 100% normal. And being kind to yourself is going to be the best way to respond to yourself. The last thing you want to be doing is being critical of yourself and judging of yourself right now. Yeah, we shouldn't feel this pressure to be perfect. We have so many responsibilities and so many stresses, whether it's that we can't see our friends as much or our final exams, or if we're going to go back to school or all of these things that are causing ourselves stress, we shouldn't place this immense amount of pressure on ourselves to be perfect, to always be happy, to get all of it right. Or even pressure to have amazing mental health and self-care. That can be a big thing too, you know? It's like our mental health is always sliding up and down a scale. Sometimes it'll be low. Sometimes it'll be high. Sometimes it'll be in the middle. Sometimes our self-care will be really great. Sometimes I'm going to order a large pizza from Panago and watch Netflix for six hours. And that's (laughs) fine as long as we have a balance and as long as we're okay with where we're at. Yeah, I think just forgiving ourselves a little bit more would be great. And forgiving others too. Yeah, that's true. I think that's a big one right now, especially when I see all of these things on social media. 
like <laughs> of all of these conspiracy theories or people that aren't abiding by CDC recommendations or just whatever you see that is frustrating to you, trying to treat that person with kindness, even though you don't know them. Maybe someone's not doing something that you would necessarily do, but not being judgmental towards that person, because at the end of the day, that's going to cause you more stress and you more anxiety if you're trying to control what other people are doing. Which really links into what we are in control of and not in control of yeah which is so hard (laughs) so hard but it it really affects our levels of anxiety and stress when we are putting so much effort into controlling the actions of others or the bigger pieces at play where actually what we need to be doing is focusing on ourselves so focusing on what we can control which I think for a lot of us, sadly means just us. So, you know, our thoughts, our behavior. um, Our feelings, our emotions, our actions, just everything related to ourselves is essentially what we can control and what we should be aiming to control right now versus I think what most people try to do is control other people's thoughts, other people's emotions, other people's values, you know, and also trying to control our larger circumstances, which right now we really can't do, which is very stressful and very anxiety producing. But if we can get a handle on that and maybe think, okay, this is beyond my control, then hopefully we can stop putting so much pressure on ourselves to try to make everything fit. Yeah, and I feel like we can lower our anxiety and lower our stress when we are just focusing on ourselves. Because I don't know about you, but the things that stress me out, the things that make me anxious or angry or upset, they actually tend to be things I am not in control of. (laughs) Yeah. You know, other people's behavior. So, you know, if I go for a walk and somebody doesn't stand two meters away from me, it makes me really angry or upset. But actually... I'm not in control of that person's behavior. So I need to kind of flip that view and focus on myself more and think about, okay, that's what that person's doing, but what can I do? Mm -hmm. And what am I going to be okay with? And what can I concentrate on? Because when I concentrate more on myself, that actually helps to bring down my anxiety, helps to bring down my stress and actually makes me a little bit more of a kinder person to those around me. Think about your own solutions, right? Instead of trying to solve things for other people and control other people, think about how you can maybe solve that situation for yourself to make yourself feel a little bit less anxious about it. So maybe if the grocery store and people not being two meters apart is really making you feel anxious, then we wear a mask and we go to the grocery store once every two weeks to kind of avoid that, right? Or maybe we go to a smaller grocery store to buy some of the things that we need i love the springfield bulk barn right now for that because it's just like this tiny little store where nobody's ever in there and it has a lot of the things that i need and i'm like oh this is great there's no people in here this is awesome now everyone's gonna start going to the springfield bar- bulk barn. <laughs> it's not gonna be tiny and quiet anymore but yeah i think Maybe that's where we'll end this session for today, unless you have any other thoughts or feelings or... No, I think just for everybody that's listening, be kind to yourself. There is a lot of uncertainty out there right now affecting us, but feeling anxious or stressed or whatever it is that you're feeling at the moment, that's okay. Try to be kind to yourself when you can. Acknowledge what you're feeling and maybe try and work out what you want to do about that. 
getting through the day is the biggest thing. Yeah, absolutely. And if you are interested in some more tools and tips and tricks, or maybe just some other mental health topics, then check out some of our other podcasts. This is our first one that we've ever tried, so hopefully they'll get cooler as we go (laughs) on. But yeah, stay safe, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you all have a great day. Thanks. Thanks again for listening to this episode of What Really Works. Be sure to check out our website, discoverycollegecolona.com, to look for future episodes of our podcast and check out some other Discovery College online courses as well.